Hey everybody, Pastor Bill here with your weekly audio devotional. As we move through Spirit Week, I hope you're tuning in to PJ's activities for each day this week that he mentioned in the sermon. There's a specific button on the app to help you if you need it. Since today's activity is to say hello in another language, let me greet you in Hebrew. Ma shalomka, which means how is your peace? For my devotional today, I want to jump ahead and talk about the Holy Trinity, the name in which we are baptized, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. As PJ said, our Spirit Week lies between Pentecost, last Sunday, and Holy Trinity Sunday, this upcoming Sunday. So let's pause for a few minutes today and prime the pump for Sunday. Let's ponder God's proper name, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. When it comes to the Trinity, often people start with it as a concept. God is one in essence, but three and has three distinct persons. Then we come up with symbols and analogies. The best one, I suppose, is H2O, which we find in three distinct forms of water, steam, and ice. Same substance, but different forms. This analogy, though, has real problems is technically a kind of heresy called modalism. But nonetheless, um, for now, let me just say that we don't want to start with these analogies when it comes to the Holy Trinity. I mean, they help us, but they, they just don't cut it. If we want an explanation for the Trinity, we probably should stick with the Nicene and Athanasian creeds that have served the church for 1,700 years. So where do we start? We start with Jesus. This is what I mean. Jesus said and did things that only God could say and do. All four Gospels have examples of this, and the other writings celebrate, in the New Testament, celebrate Jesus as God. Not a lesser God, not a created God, not a sub-God to the main God. The New Testament unabashedly holds up Jesus as the Lord, and Lord is in Greek is the term the biblical writers used for God's sacred name in the Hebrew scriptures, Yahweh. We start with Jesus and his claim to be God in the flesh. Now, I know some question the four gospels as to whether Jesus really said and did what those gospels claim he said and did. And, you know, that's really another issue. But it's really a slight, by the way, on Mediterranean Middle Eastern people to think that the gospel writers or the church could make up something Jesus said and did that he didn't say and do. <laughs> Those cultures would never have let that happen if you know anything about them in oral tradition, to say nothing about the written tradition. Also, by the way, if you want to throw out what our four Gospels have to say about Jesus, you better jettison everything we know about the ancient world, Plato, Aristotle, Homer, all the history we know about the ancient world and the Greek and, he, and Roman uh, you know, civilizations, because the textual backing for the New Testament far exceeds anything we have for other ancient people and events. But, hey, I digress. Jesus claimed to be God. He was accused of blasphemy and put to death for that, i.e. claiming to be God and acting like God. He was raised from the dead, which says loud and clear he was innocent of this charge. He was God. The centurion, looking at 
Jesus' crucifixion after he died, and the Gospel of Luke says, surely this man was innocent. Yes, he was innocent because he was God. Now, since Jesus fulfills the story, a story of a people who believe there's only one God, then now, in light of Jesus' claims, we start to work out how Jesus could be God and yet know that God is, in essence, one. How Jesus could be God and yet pray to the Father. So why to the, why the Trinity? Well, ask Jesus, I guess, really. If Jesus wasn't actually God, not some sub-God or created being, but God-God, then he actually was a liar or was mentally ill, thinking he was God. Christianity can't be half right. Islam, the average person on the street, Mormons, and many other religions say great things about Jesus. But our belief in the Holy Trinity and what the Holy Trinity says is that Jesus was who he said he was, Almighty God. This God so loved you and the world that God the Son took on flesh for you, became sin who knew no sin, so that we might have forgiveness and life in his name. I hope this gets you thinking. And come or tune into worship this Sunday as we explore and celebrate the name above all names, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It's in this name that we have the promise we are God's children and God's beloved. You have a great rest of your day.